Hello, Mountain Brook. This is Donald Clayton, principal of Mountain Brook Junior High School and your host for today's podcast. I'm joined by Amanda Hood, our Director of Student Services, and Sandra Overstreet, our lead nurse here in Mountain Brook School. Some people actually call her, um, what is it, Captain COVID? Is that what it was? The, That's the, much more fun than COVID uh, coordinator. COVID coordinator. I call her Captain COVID. Um, but anyway, we are this this podcast, particular podcast is um, going alongside this weekly update from our district. Um, um, and this podcast is in place to kind of tell you about this new dashboard, what it is and what it is not, which is why Amanda and Sandra are here to kind of talk you through those things. Um, so let's jump in on this. I know the state Department of Education is releasing or is releasing this new dashboard. Tell us what it is. Well, the dashboard is just a joint venture between the State Department of Education and the Alabama Department of Public Health that is just trying to be an effort to be transparent to the communities of different school districts. And so what it's going to involve is each week, every school district will report the positive cases of COVID between either their students and staff members uh, that's within their district. And then that will be entered into the dashboard and will be available to the community every Friday. The information that's put into the dashboard is what the school nurses collect from the community. So it's all dependent upon who has contacted the school nurse to say that I've test, my child has tested positive or as a staff member that they've tested positive. The one thing that it's not, it's not information that's been collected by the Alabama Department of Health. It's more of what parents and faculty and staff decide to tell us in the information that's volunteered to the nurses. Yeah, so in a step-by-step process, uh, a family would contact a local school nurse and say, my student <clears throat> tested positive. That local school nurse would end up contacting you, and then you each week um, report as well, and that's the number that's on this dashboard? Yes, that okay. would be the number that would be on the dashboard. What's been told to the school nurses during the week, and it will be the information is totaled for the district, so it doesn't right. represent a specific school, but it represents the positive cases in Mountain Brook City Schools. That have been reported. That have been reported. Right. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about um, what this information could tell our community. Yeah, sure. Well, just like Sandra said, I mean, it is going to reflect the number of positive cases that have been reported to us by families in a particular week. So it's not a total number of positive cases in our schools. So whatever number you're seeing this Friday is not the total number of positive cases that we know about. You know, we've said the entire time if our positive cases reach 20, that we would begin to just publicly report those. We've been really lucky that at any given time we haven't reached that threshold, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is a really positive thing. Mm -hmm. But we do know that we're dependent on families reporting that to us. So the accuracy of the data is really dependent upon families doing a really good job of communicating with their school nurse. Sure. Um, and so that's an important piece to know. Um, it 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 really doesn't necessarily. I don't. I think it's fair to say that it doesn't represent the complete exposure or spread in our community. Right. You know. So we have been. We've tried to be really diligent about sharing the Alabama Department of Public Health's website where they give Jefferson County updates. Mm -hmm. Um, On one occasion, we had some Mountain Brook-specific data that we were able to share with the community. Um, And so those, those numbers are verified by the Alabama Department of Public Health. The school dashboard is a different branch 
that is not verified. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just kind of anecdotal and, and voluntary. So a little bit concerning from the school system in that we don't want to misrepresent sure, or don't want this data to misrepresent or mislead anyone to think that this particular number is the total number of positive cases. And wow, things must be really bad or really going really well, mm-hmm. because I just don't know that this dashboard will accurately reflect that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, and again, when we talk about the communication, Donald, I think it's also really important just to try to emphasize the importance of that communication from family to school nurse, mm-hmm. um, not just for the sake of students that come in our building, but for the sake of our faculty and staff sure. that are there every day mm-hmm. because of the age range, you know, that they are in the impact for them um, could be greater than really mm-hmm. what the research is showing on um, uh, children. And so we really just want to continue to ask our community to, you know, please communicate with us. Let us help support you. Mm-hmm. Um, the very best that we can just for the benefit of everybody. Yeah. We also have heard the CDC released some updated information on contact tracing several days ago. What is that update and is it, does it impact what we're doing at schools? The uh, update was that they're looking at people for the close contacts as being those people within six feet for 15 minutes as being someone who may need to be quarantined as a close contact to a positive person. The new data is saying instead of doing it 15 consecutive minutes, that they want to look at a cumulative number of 15 minutes over 24 hours. The good news for us, it really didn't impact Alabama because our Alabama Department of Health has always said that we need to look at that cumulative number of 15 minutes. So when we go into the schools and we do contact tracing, we definitely look at those people who've been within six feet for 15 minutes, such as at lunch or in a classroom. But we also try to follow those close contacts throughout the day and see if they had multiple encounters, which would have exceeded 15 minutes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, That's that's good to know that, you know, there's some new information, but it's really not going to affect what we've done because it's kind of how we've been doing it the whole time. That's right. Um, Great. Any final thoughts on uh, our dashboard and and all this contact tracing? Yeah. I, I mean, I'll just add this. One more thing. I think it's fair because, you know, any new information, people are hungry for information. Mm -hmm. We're hungry for information. And so when something like this comes out, I just want to say that this is not necessarily the piece of data that you would use to make decisions about, you know, your your child or your family's health or exposure risk or whether you should plan a public activity or anything like that, because it just is not going to be the most accurate piece of data to represent what's happening in our schools or in the Mountain Brook community. Great. Thank you for that. Um, Thank you, Mountain Brook, for always tuning in and following along and being great partners of us here um, at the school district and in the local schools as well. Hope you guys continue to stay well. For Amanda and for Sandra, um, Donald Clayton here. Hope you have a great day. Thanks. Thanks.